All right. All right, let's do this. Welcome to Pure Cringe, everybody, the podcast by and for book lovers and the Bravo obsessed. My name is Maria McQuaid. I am your host, along with my dear friend and delightful person in general, Michelle Barczykowski. How the fuck are you, Michelle? I'm fucking great. How are you? I'm, I'm delightful. You are delicious, delightful, delectable. You are delovely. Delovely. I know what delovely, I think. If not, it should be your next dog's name for sure. Delovely. Delovely. (laughs) I'm so excited to be doing this with you today. I I really love when we get together and do these, especially uh, the ones that we've been doing lately that are the rewatches and recaps. Mm -hmm. Uh, we're calling it Feels Like the First Time. It's our rewatch series. We are now, I can't believe it, we're on episode five of The Real Housewives of New Jersey season one. Isn't that insane? It It is. It's a, And it's a treat for me because when these came out, I was not interested in them. I also, yeah, whatever I was doing. So it's kind of fun to um, to look back uh, and knowing everything that uh, that we know about what they've all gone through, right? It's, it's, it's a different oh, lens. It's so it's a lot fun. of fun. It really is, honestly. I keep I cannot get over how beautiful they are. I feel like every time I see one of them, beautiful. Do you know why I think that? Because now I feel like they're so fucked up looking. I feel like they've all had surgery, so they're Uh all like caricatures of themselves. Whereas I feel like Teresa actually has moments where I'm like, you know what? She's actually pretty. Now she looks so hard. She's had so much work done. Jacqueline, Uh Danielle, even Dina. Even my girl crush, crush Dina has had some work done and does uh-huh. not look the same. So I, I love seeing them all when they are maybe not pretty, but not tampered with. Get you, uh, yeah, unadulterated. The unadulterated you. faces. That's what it should be called. The unadulterated faces of New Jersey. <laughs> that is what it should be called. Um, this one is a good, a, good, a good time. I love the name of this one, Michelle. Um, because as you and I just said, we love talking about these things. So casinos and C cups, we cannot mm-hmm. get enough of talking about tits. And we're going to be doing no. that today. Tits. AKA bubbies. Bubby. And I hate that bubbies. That's just really just, they don't even say bubbies. It's like, but, but, well, I always bubbies. think of your mom. I'm always like, wait, what? <laughs> oh, that was Bubshi. <laughs> right. But I'm saying like, I'm saying, but like every time I hear it, I'm like, are we calling Michelle's mom? I, what's happening here? Um, and I, but I think that like a lot of, I know people who do call their grandmother Bubby. Yeah. And I don't think they mean booby. At least I hope not. No, they sort of say this like boobies, like boobies things. They say like my boobies. They don't have they? the weirdest, they have the weirdest like, accent. Like boobies. We have to yeah. say water in order to get there. And my daughters water. drink water. Daughters. That's how we have to get there. And, you know, this episode, I have to say, and I think you you mentioned uh, before we started recording, this episode, spoiler alert, is not as ex- exciting, but I think it's more than made up for and the level of cringe. The cringe is high in this one. The cringe was, um, I had a hard time, like, just picking a cringe point. Like, I'm not yes. kidding. Like, the yes. whole time, I think I just had the blanket over my head. Like, I was like, stop, you cannot do that. Yeah. <laughs> Well, any episodes, never said that that. Begins, <laughs> any episodes that, be, that begin where this one begins are always going to be a problem because if it starts at Dina's house, it's it's only going to get worse. This one actually starts in Dina's uh, kitchen. Teresa comes over to visit Dina um, and she starts talking about the fact that, you know, with all the drama, when I mean, they talk about like this thing with, with Danielle is like consuming them day to day. 
But just with all the, the drama with the book and Danielle, they've decided to go away to Atlantic City, which is like, what, 20 minutes away? Yeah. <laughs> Teresa says, I was just like, oh, how this, I mean, this cast trip has got to be the worst one I've ever heard of. It's like, yeah, really. It's like going, it's literally going to the next town over. Teresa says she uh, hasn't gone away without her family in nine and a half years. Michelle, is that a thing? Um, y- y- yeah. What? Yeah, what? that tri- um, that that Savannah trip you and I took. I I that was the first time I'd been away without my family, like in or some part portion of my family. In how long? Um, like since I had Stefan, like since my first baby. Yeah. Seriously. Yeah. Oh, wow. You trusted me. I feel even more honored. (laughs) Yeah. Cause I can't relate to that. Like I'm, I'm here, I'm in Massachusetts for 20 minutes. I'm like, when the fuck am I going to get out of here? Like I'm, I'm, I'm planning my next trip. Uh So I can't imagine that she's saying she hasn't gone away in nine and a half years, especially like locked in God only knows where with Juicy Joe and those screaming children with baby Hulk. I can't, I can't. (laughs) I we'll just, get to that screaming later. I can't. I can't. It's cute because, you know, I feel bad because I, I like I said, I do like Dina, but like she's such a fucking nothing burger with cheese. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like yeah. she has nothing going on. Her, like I said, she's a nothing burger. I, I love her. But like all she has to say is how much she misses Lexi so badly. But she realizes that these summer trips are going to continue. The father clearly is Greek. They're going to be doing this every year. They go to Dina's room, which Michelle. Did you fucking see this? What was the situation with that room? What style is that called? Is that so, like Baroque vomit? What is that? Um, you know, Liam, my 12-year-old son, said, Mom, is didn't she say at some episode that she's a decorator? <laughs> I don't really see taste. <laughs> I just don't understand. I mean, I'm not saying I have great taste, but I look at hers and I go, what the fuck is happening here? Like, it just, just seems like this, like, to it's just dripping, right? It's just dripping with layers of shit. You know, I, if Iris Apfel was into like animals, I just feel like it's just so many layers of shit. You know how she wears like 400 layers of bracelets. I feel it's like that's Dina's. Glasses, yeah. yeah, I feel like that's Dina's taste. It's kind of But wild. Iris looks good compared to Dina's shit. You know, I don't know. Iris pulls it off. I, I think she knows how to layer. I think Dina just buys more stuff. Yeah, she just <laughs> collects things, right? She just collects things. And then some and, of them are sparkly, which is really insulting. Well, that's the terrifying part. I feel like I don't understand. Like, <laughs> I don't understand. She starts picking up, even her clothes are so bad. She starts picking up some of the outfits that she's going to take with her. And I finally learned what Chucky means. She said as she bends <laughs> over. I was so happy. I almost passed out. I actually made a noise. I went, ah. <laughs> she said if she bends over, her Chucky is going to be hanging out. Yeah. Um, and Dina bemoans gaining 10 pounds. And I'm yeah. bored, Michelle. Yeah, I'm so bored with that. I'm yeah. so bored. I just, I don't give a fuck. And then yeah. if I didn't give a fuck enough, we go to Caroline's house where I can give a fuck less. Because as much as I don't, I don't want to say being bad. Like I love, I think Caroline's great. Her kids are great. This is so boring. The scene is so it is, filler. It is so fucking boring. But <laughs> so I do love. To, I love how what they, happens. Tell us they, what you 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 take they, this one. Just say, so, let's see. Alvy spills water out of the punching man, right? So he punches oh, him, oh. and he 
apparently he's ballasted with water and not sand spills all over like the basement rug and of course i'm thinking like oh who's gonna wipe that up because it's gonna go moldy and the first thing caroline she's just like well who wiped that up go get a towel who's gonna wipe it up and i'm like i'm thinking the same fucking thing like you're like lauren did it lauren did it yeah yeah so anyway yeah so uh yeah that was really fucking boring they're fortunate enough to have a trainer and uh can i say i have to say caroline has got a great figure I mean, her tits are way too big, but she's like tiny everywhere else. Yeah, yeah, she does. She um, actually, no, I think in like the first episode, um, she had on a dress and um, Brian like was like, wow, look at her with that dress. So it was like a nice wrap dress. She had on heels and, uh, you know, the big boobs sticking out. The theme. Yeah, I mean, the boobs are, you know, they're a little bit much, but, you know, this is other than that. I, I mean, I was watching her workout. I was like, oh, she's got a great figure. Um, and I like how she says, I would be remiss if I did not take advantage of the yeah. fact that I have been given this, you know, she's just, yeah. everything with her is a, it's a, it's a, it's a primer on how to be an Italian. Uh-huh. Um, so <laughs> the girls, the big trip happens. So the girls arrive in Atlantic city, again, 20 minutes away from the house at the Borgata. And Jacqueline says that Dina is getting mad. So I didn't even remember this part. But that Dina is, you know, Jacqueline's starting to feel it in the relationship that Dina is like not into the fact that she is still friends with Danielle. Mm-hmm. So Jacqueline says that she stayed home. And my instant thought was, I have a funny feeling you weren't invited. I think like you, you're correct on that. You're correct. I think she was she was uninvited. Um, and so then we have that quick scene where Dina admits that she shared the book with friends and family, but did not bring it around to town. She says that you know, she doesn't have the time for that. She doesn't you know, have if the she time. wanted to. If she wanted to, she says she would get, would have gotten her mugshot and put it everywhere all over town, but she doesn't have the time for that. She Between can't. here and Atlantic City. She would exactly. Have yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. She would have taken her cute little car and gotten Waldo and they would have done, gone and done that. Yeah. Um, and now begins the overpacking Olympics, Michelle. So now I am paying attention because as you know, I'm a chronic overpacker. So when I see someone show up, for a fucking weekend with a massive suitcase and like multiple bags. I am down. Unpack that shit. Show me everything. I wish we had gone through every outfit. There was enough clothes there for easily two weeks. No, you know, I, um, I feel the same way. I thought like they really glossed over what could have been a lot of fun. I would love to have seen her trying them on. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. There were enough clothes there for 12 Avon lady conventions, Michelle. There were so many fucking outfits. Just so many, like so many boring clothes, uh-huh. so many boring clothes. And in the middle of what I would have loved to have been our special trying on scene, um, Teresa gets a phone call from Gia that Melania is crying for her. And it's so mm-hmm. funny because Gina, Gia is actually making fun of Melania. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> She's crying for you, ma. But then when Melania gets on the phone, it's like, ma. <laughs> and so... As the conversation escalates, Teresa starts to increase the bribes. Yeah. Do you want a bag? Do you want a bike? A blue bag? A blue Do you want bike? a pony? Do you want a yeah. Ferrari? Yeah. Do you want a trip around the world? She finally tells Gia to give her lip gloss. Yeah, just give she her lip gloss or something. Yeah, give her lip gloss. I don't want to get upset. 
It was cracking me up. I honestly, I feel like that is more of what I would love to see in this episode is like scenes of the three of them together, kind of, you know, like uh, Teresa and Dina and Caroline kind of being goofy. I love them looking at each other's clothes. I thought that would have been fun. I mean, Caroline is wearing literally pom-poms right down the front of her dress. I almost fucking died when she got out of her car. And I was like, what the, on God's earth is that? What? Yeah. yeah, I like I said, what in the fucking fashion bug, Michelle? I have no idea. What in the fucking fashion bug? Yeah, I have no idea. So all of a sudden we go, if we wanted a nothing burger with cheese and fries, now we're going to go to Jacqueline's house. So we are going to the kitchen, the very brown kitchen. The brown kitchen. Yeah. With, yep. with our second favorite person who lives in Jacqueline's house, Ashley, mm-hmm. um, to discuss her summer school grades. And I am instantly bored again bored yes but she's doing better she's doing good she is she shows her grades and they hug and um then she broaches the car she broaches one of the car but Ashley's like well can I have a car now and I love that Jacqueline's saying like you know at that age kids are driving Mercedes BMWs Hummers and if Ashley only knew that she had this fucking brand new car sitting in a warehouse somewhere but Jacqueline says if she proves herself in summer school she can get a car Now, I have to be honest, I feel like you and I can relate to the nice car situation in high school. Um, I I mean, all our friends had a nice car. I I didn't have a nice car. But everybody did. Like most of most of the girls did. I mean, think of this this way. Some of the well, I mean, I wasn't I mean, I I would drive my mother's car sometimes. I would drive like the Jag. But like Lee used to drive her mother's um, Mercedes. Like some of the girls would show up with like, yeah with like nice cars um you and i had our parents got us used cars you had an oldsmobile didn't you i had something embarrassing i don't remember you had something (laughs) that was like maroon maybe i had oh yeah my first car was a honda accord yes i remember that yeah my parents weren't gonna let me they weren't gonna let me drive like their lincoln so uh, i don't think i wanted to drive the lincoln I used to be terrified driving. My father had one of those, remember the big Cadillac, the Fleetwood Brougham that looks like a, mm-hmm. a limo. Mm-hmm. That thing was so terrifying to drive. I, I remember just instantly being terrified. But yeah, I feel like with, I feel bad because I get what Jacqueline is saying is that she, this girl is in this private school. There's all this opulence. There's all this pressure to give her this stuff. But I honestly feel like this is not... Um, I don't know. I feel like this whole like line with Ashley, this through line through this whole episode, this is, this is the only point here where I don't agree with Ashley and I'm ashamed to say it. I'm going to be an Ashley Stan in her next scene and I'm going to fight for the rights of Ashley. But in this scene, I have to say, um, fuck Ashley. She's a pain in the ass and she doesn't deserve that car. What are your Mm -hmm. thoughts? Um, Again, I have a feeling that Ashley has a learning disability. I do. And I think that she's able to focus in summer because it's probably like quieter. a scaled, it's like a it's quieter. It's like the Cliff Notes version of the classes. You know what I mean? It's, it's, they don't go as deep. So, uh, you know, so maybe, uh, I don't know. Yeah. I feel a little bit bad for her. She's still a fucking pain in the ass and she gets to be a real big pain in the ass a little bit later on. Yeah. Oh yeah. But that's, I'm telling you, that's when I'm going to go out, come out swinging. Yeah. All right. Uh So, so after you've cleaned your plate from your nothing burger with fries, we're going to go to Danielle's kitchen and we're going to cringe it up uh, because it's her fucking birthday. Yeah. 
It's yep. Danielle's and birthday. She's a thousand years old and uh-huh. we have to act like she is seven. And so her kids come in with her balloons and she says this, did you catch this? She goes, I haven't celebrated publicly. What the fuck does that mean? Publicly? I, no one I cares don't about She hasn't gone to Chuck E. Cheese. I haven't celebrated publicly in years other than <laughs> crying alone. Mm-hmm. Well, that's not publicly though, pumpkin. And so she says what she wants is that someone to, to, to recognize that a, yet another year has gone by and share that day with her. It feels like a sad pen pal. It does. <laughs> it's just, it feels like a sad pen pal. I just, if, if you like pina coladas. Um, and so then we have that, that two second, it's Michelle, is it awful? We have that, a, a two second, like uh head, you know, like little floating head of, of uh, Danielle, where she's saying that even though she and Jacqueline spoke about the book, their relationship has changed. Yes. She's, she feels it's changed. She's very intuitive like that. She <laughs> feels it's changed. Right. She is intuitive. Yeah. She is. Uh-huh. She is. Can I ask, you know, cause there's a scene, there's a, not a scene yet. Well, yeah. Like a quick cutaway scene where Jacqueline says that she needs time to figure out like what to do with Danielle because her family disapproves. And Danielle says that, of course, she misses Jacqueline. And to top it all off, she thinks she's breaking up with Steve, mm-hmm. um, which cracks me up because I want to say, like, you know, if he hasn't called he you, already, weeks, yeah. I think he he's already, already spoken. Yeah, Steve he has already did. spoken. Yeah, yeah. I but love how I, she's got to feel like she she's controlling the end of it. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. But my my real question for you is this sort of thing with Jacqueline, where Jacqueline is saying things like, I need time to figure it out what the fuck do you think her actual problem is? Like where do you think that she has problems with Danielle on her own? Do you think it's a combination of that plus the pressure from her sister-in-law or her husband? Do you think it's something else? I think, I think Danielle's like a lot. I, I just think like she's a lot to handle, you know? And so she's, she's getting this pressure from, you know, Danielle's a fucking train wreck, right? So, and then she's getting this pressure from her family who are like, you know, we're the people who really matter. There's more of us than there is of her. We don't like her. Um, it feels like very teenage though. Do you, you know what I mean? I, she's, she's a little old. She's, she's like, little I old miss to, my yeah. friend. I'm, I'm, I mean. Yeah, I miss, I, yeah. Oh, this is Danielle. I miss my yeah. friend. Yeah. I miss, it's, it's, it does. It feels very much like. I mean, junior high. I don't. I yeah. don't know. I just. I feel like Jacqueline has. I honestly feel like this is showing us a lot about the dynamics of not just Jacqueline's marriage, but her relationship with the larger clan. Yeah. Like, I feel like she fundamentally feels like. She does. I don't. I feel like she feels like they, they're doing her a favor by hanging out with her or something. Do you know what I mean? Like by yeah, taking no, her in, I, or that she's. I just get that feeling from Jacqueline, and so it, that she's the wounded animal that they took yes. in, and she's like eternally grateful. And um, you know, she does have a point. I mean, there are they're they're so intertwined. This family, it's a family I'd never marry into because that would be just too fucking complicated for me because you can't, how hard is it to walk away? I'm always thinking about like walking away. <laughs> so like, no, no, I think you're right though. I mean, cause it is, yeah. it is complicated because let's say she starts to have a problem with Chris. Yeah. 
And her closest friends in Franklin Lakes are her two sister-in-laws. Yeah. That, 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 that's, that becomes, that's too like close for comfort. It's too, it's too encumbered. So no, I, I agree. it's uh yeah. So um, yeah, I think she's in a bit of a pickle, but pickle it is. I think that's, I, I just, I see that's the way it has to go. And it's the only interesting part about the episode. So I can't even complain. Yeah. <laughs> Next scene, we go right back to Atlantic city. And the only thing yeah. I keep thinking of is it's too bad we couldn't listen to Atlantic City right now because I love that song. Um, and Dina and Caroline and uh, Teresa are in the Hearts of Fire Diamond Store. Yeah, at the, you know at the Water this? Club. The Water Club. Yeah, at the Water Club. Do you know about this diamond, the Hearts of Fire? Uh, no, no, I uh, I don't. Hearts of Fire. No, I have yeah. a diamond bitch and jewelry whore in my notes. Yeah, because I was going to say, like, for the, you know, the jewelry whore that you are yourself, they are yeah. the world's most perfectly cut diamonds. And apparently, apparently yeah, they're, apparently they're faceted in a way that they are unmistakable and super sparkly. Okay. Something interesting. Right right in the water club in New Jersey. Yeah, listen, I'm a diamond bitch. I, 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 I am not going to, I'm not going to have a problem with that. Caroline is funny. Oh, I love that song. <laughs> she says that they're going to go shopping to see how much damage they'll do. And yep. so you see Dina and Caroline looking at cases. And Dina, of course, says your famous line that you just quoted. She's not that much of a diamond bitch. Says that Teresa does get things made for herself. And then she starts to look at, and it's funny. I actually really love this um, bracelet. I love things that are bezel set. Yes, it's beautiful. And so it's all diamonds. It was, it's a cuff. Uh, and a it was yeah. $280,000. Mm-hmm. And she was she thinking said, about it. She really was. She yeah. said she's like a kid in a candy shop. They also try on that million dollar necklace, which mm-hmm. frankly didn't look like a million dollars, if I might say so. Um, with my untrained eye, it looked very generic i don't it didn't feel like statementy it, it almost it, felt like it was so over the top that it would obviously look fake to me it kind of looked like a costume jewelry kind of thing. yeah do you think yeah like it was uh, yeah it was one of those things where I, I think it would look cool with a backless dress um and that's what dina does is that you know she actually puts it on so that like it's backwards and mm-hmm. it's and our friend pam do you remember our, our friend pam dina's friend pam is there completely randomly yeah, yeah, so yeah. The random. part of Jacqueline will be played by Pam this week, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> don't don't fucking notice the new Darren that has showed up <laughs> on your screens. Um, I bet she was trying out to be a housewife. You mean the Darren from the Witch? Witch? Yeah. <laughs> hey, I'm in Salem. I gotta have a throw. Um, <laughs> but isn't it weird though? Like Pam just shows up randomly. Don't you think she, yeah. she meant to take Jacqueline's place? Jacqueline was supposed to go, and then they disinvite her, and they invite Pam. I, I I don't know. I mean, I think or were they playing with friends of at that point because it was a uh, you know because it was like early in the show. Were they I don't know. That's a good question. I'm honestly done. I'm a little done. I'm not sure. I actually just assumed always that she was there because Jacqueline was supposed to go, okay. and they had room for a fourth person. And that she's like trying out to be a housewife. Okay. It's very strange um, because we have that scene where Caroline says, I mean, actually Caroline and Teresa both go out of their way to tell us that they don't have a problem with Pam. Yes. 
that I did. That was interesting. Why? Yeah. Um, maybe is it supposed I, to. Why do we even meet Pam? What's I, what's she there for? I, I don't. To know. not be Danielle. Uh. Yeah. Yeah. I don't. I don't know. I. I don't. Well, I guess this is this is how it seems to go with these people, though. You know what I mean? They're they're going to sort of size you up and and uh, give you a category. Problem, not problem. <laughs> well, that's what I was just going to say. I, I feel like literally because Caroline, like she really does go out of way, her way to say, I don't have, a, she says, I've never met Pam and she never gave me a reason to dislike her. What a strange thing to say. That is really strange because do you just, do you, do you just start off disliking people? I, then, that's what I do. I'm very you know? confuzzled by this. Con- that's why I was just like, I feel like, I feel like Pam is meant to let us know that like, she's not Danielle. Um, yeah. Then they move on to this really strange, and I didn't read it as a lingerie store when they first walked in, but no, it looks I, like high-end lingerie and bathing suits, is it? Yeah, I thought it was bathing suits. Anyway. Well, they have that. It was actually interesting. It was like the dragons. It was metal, like that metal bra. Oh, it was like a real Game of Thrones kind of... Uh, it, that was yeah. actually groovy. I can see wearing that, obviously, over a t-shirt. Uh-huh um with a maybe a tarp over myself but they all try it on and this is where we land in that repeat footage yes of her trying with like the leopard print bathing suit yep and yeah. juicy joe is an ass man we hear all of that again we see all yeah, of that I'm, again. I'm still looking for Teresa's ass yeah i don't know what she's talking about she yeah. i mean she's a great figure but i don't know what she's talking about so the stuff that cracks me up is that she says that she wants to wear lingerie and put on shows for him. For shows for him. And, and then she says what? Once she wants it, to put a pole in her bedroom. Michelle, please. A pole in her bedroom. Teresa is like so ditzy. She would make the scene with Jamie Lee Curtis and True Lies look like Barishnikov. <laughs> yeah, right. She would fucking <laughs> knock herself out. She'd put herself in the hospital, this bitch. What oh, is really funny is that I guess I don't, I don't know where to start with this. She's it's so funny. She really wants to be noticed and looked at and like be number one because like, you know, Danielle gets her fucking agitated that like Danielle's in the picture and she's not like number one. She wants to like give her husband shows and fucking whole dance in their bedroom. And, and, you know, because he wants to look at her fucking endlessly. I mean, I guess, I guess I, I just, I don't understand. I don't, I don't, I she really don't. likes herself. She really likes herself. Yeah. And honestly, this whole conversation with her about like the bubbies are like to bubby or not to bubby. That is the question. Whether it is noble in the mind to bubby or bubbies. Like I honestly like whether she's wearing the, the, the um, bikini top or whether she's wearing one of the tops that she brought. Like, I, I don't understand like the, like everybody commenting on her boobs. I can't imagine it. Well, there's nothing there. She's just skinny. Yeah. She's just just super thin. She's just super thin. I can't believe she had three kids and she has no boobs. And she's such a great, yeah. She has like the flattest stomach. She looks like she has no nothing, nothing. Um, And, and she looks awesome, which I wish I could say for the person in the next scene. And so I'm, I'll let you lead on this one, Michelle, because of course this takes place 
you know, I was thinking about this. There's been so many lovely opportunities for you to talk about photography because it seems like every fucking 20 minutes on the show, someone is having their goddamn picture taken. So, and I am super triggered by this because I just had a headshot, uh, headshot session about four months ago, and I'm still not over the pictures. They are hideous. Um, I don't well, want I think to... they look good. I thought they, like, I've I, seen them. I've I, seen I, them. I, I adore you. <laughs> I adore you, my friend, but I, I think they're nasty as fuck. And it, it makes me feel very much like Ashley in this. So I'll be quiet and I'm, I'm dying to hear what you thought of the scene. Um, that is the photo shoot with Jacqueline, uh, and Ashley. Um, burger with barbecue sauce. Nothing burger with barbecue. So, so I don't know. And I don't know who this photographer is. I, I didn't, didn't get the name. Glamour um, shots. Glamour shots. Yeah. And so he's, I don't know, he's somebody famous because he's photographed somebody famous on some show somewhere. Right. So at any rate, so um, yeah, so she's, I don't know. She, they want to do a mother daughter thing like shot, but then first like Ashley goes and has these photos taken and, you know, she, she looks nice, but she's dressed up and she's got her makeup done, but she's, you know, she's hunching, she's hunching forward. She's got like a half smile. She's not really into it. And, you know, the photographer's trying to like give her props and she's obviously increasingly uncomfortable. And Jacqueline's just sitting there looking at her, telling her that she's, you know, you look so uncomfortable. And then Ashley just has a little fucking hissy fit and runs away. Um, and team uh, Ashley, team Ashley, sorry. Yeah, I know, right? It's like, <laughs> I mean, you tell me. I mean, here's the thing like, I, I, I think she's so awkward. She's so awkward. She's so she's, she's so self conscious. Yeah. And I feel like you can't just tell someone to not be self conscious. You can't. You can't. She, she doesn't feel good about herself. And, and the way to do this, there were steps probably that should have happened between the decision to do the photo shoot and the photo shoot itself. Like, you know what I mean? Like maybe her going out and, you know, learning some poses from a model or maybe doing some test shots or, you know, stuff like that. Like when she holds up that sheer piece of fabric, what the fuck? I I know. I, you know, it's funny. There was, um, there was, was it Netflix? Did I don't know who, who, someone did a a documentary on Brooke Shields called pretty baby. It recently came out. And um, there was like some scenes where she was just like modeling for the camera and, and she just moves. She would just, and she looked like fantastic. Do you know what I mean? And she, and it's, and I realized like, she doesn't give a shit like what people think if she looks like a fucking weirdo or not, she's just having a good time posing and, and that's what you need to do. And um, that's not for Ashley. (laughs) Yeah. I think the kid, I think she's like in her head because she's, she's a pretty girl. She's, she's a good figure. She's wearing pretty clothes. I mean, they don't seem to be her. She seems to be like uncomfortable. She mm-hmm. seems to me like a man who is not used to wearing a suit, wearing a suit. Yeah, yeah, totally. And so I'm questioning why she had to wear what looked like a semi-formal dress, Yeah, you know, for these shots. But she does. And here's the terrible part. I completely understand why she freaked out. Because as Jacqueline was doing all these things, because she was like going, you're like a tiger. And I was like, mm-hmm. honestly, while watching it, I was like, what the fuck? I actually said out loud, what the fuck? Shut up, Jacqueline. Yeah. Yeah. I'd be, I'd be looking for something to, th- something to throw at my mother. Like at that point. I was just going to say, what would your reaction be? I'm curious. Like, am I just a total bitch? Uh, no, you're not. 
you not? I think Jacqueline's the total bitch. I don't know what Jacqueline expected out of this. And and I I was did Ashley want these pictures? I think she I think she thinks she wants them, but I think if you're her mother, you should know. I mean, she Jacqueline I'm clearly does know that Ashley is not confident. Mm-hmm. She thinks the pictures are the way. And I understand that thinking, but it feels flawed. It does feel like there's a, just a step missing. Yeah. Like if your kid is that awkward and your kid has never done anything like this before, maybe don't put her into that situation and then film it for national television. Maybe yeah. both of those things. Yeah. Because then Ashley, you know, when she finally talks to her mother, she's like, stop saying that I'm uncomfortable. And she says, clearly I'm fine with the cameras, obviously. And she's referring she's to, ob- to, you know, and well, she's referring to the fact that she's on a reality show. And I was like, oh, I missed that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So I actually thought about it. I was like, oh, fuck, she's break, breaking the fourth wall. Um, I'll tell you the captions. You'd be stunned what you learn on the captions. And then when we move on and, and it's Jacqueline and just Ashley in the photo. Do you remember what Jacqueline said about how she felt? No. Because she says she's so embarrassed because she, Ashley is insulting the photographer. Oh, that's right. That's right. And yeah. I have to ask you about this. Like, I also feel like if I'm Jacqueline, because my daughter just had this reaction, not five fucking minutes ago, is there no way that like you might say to the photographer, can you send us the proofs or can we do this again? Or can we look at these privately or can we, whatever, like your daughter has not just magically become mature in the last 30 seconds. Well, yes, no, I agree. Um, I think, and of course, you know, who knows what they're editing out. I have a feeling that the photographer's seen this before. So he's probably just, you know, taking the mother's lead, right. Because she's the one paying. Um, So yeah. So Jacqueline, see, but, Jacqueline's mad at Ashley. She's 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 gone. She's gone there looking for a fight, I think, to begin mm. with. So there's there's something else going on. So yeah, so I think, you know, if that were my kid, I would have been like, okay, you know, we could look at the proofs later or let's move on to the other thing. Or you know, I I, I just feel like Jacqueline yeah. is is setting Ashley up a little bit. Like, how is Ashley all of a sudden now gonna look at the pictures and go, oh, I'm gorgeous? Oh, I'm so glad. I'm so glad we are. We have this time now to discuss these pictures. I, yeah, I think it's, um, I, I don't know. But you know something, I, you know, maybe, maybe you and I come from the kind of like the, uh, they call it like the, like the gentle parenting, parenting thing, which it's not really gentle. It's just not making them feel like fucking shit. You know, it's like setting yourself up, setting your kid up for success. I never want to put my kid in a situation where I'm going to make them feel like a loser uh, for having certain feelings. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, they can process, they need to process the feelings and they can't always do it on the fly. I, I'm, I'm so confused by why Jacqueline does this. Yeah. It's just, I'm glad we're talking about it now because I, I had literally written down, like, gotta ask Michelle about this because it just seemed like after actually has this huge meltdown, sit, having her sit down and having to actually look at the pictures. I mean, I cried at the pictures that I got from my headshot thing. And thankfully, I wasn't in front of the photographer because I probably would have cried. Uh-huh. Is that insulting, by the way? Or do you feel like some people are photogra- uh, photogenic and or it's subjective that they look at those photos? Is that is that how it feels as a photographer or 
does it hurt because you're like, I love these things? No, I think photographers know what they 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 know that what people see and what they think they're seeing are are very different. different. Yeah, so I, I think they're just. Kind he of probably used wasn't to it. actually insulted. He probably wasn't insulted, although I'm pretty sure that he was feeling that she wasn't grooving with the whole process, so they weren't coming out as good as they could have come out. Yeah, honestly, when I'm watching and I'm the last person ever that would ever want to be in a photo shoot like that, like a glamour shot thing, even I am watching her with that piece of fabric and thinking, even I would know to like put it up. I know, like, right? Move my yeah. hands around. Even me who would hate it and be like, oh, this sucks. I'd be worse than her, but at least I would know what to do. Yeah. She was just like that. <laughs> yeah, it was. And I think honestly, too, she was so self-conscious. She was so self-aware. So it was really hard. And then, and this is where I have to be team Ashley here for a minute. I hated Jacqueline's reaction. The fact that she was like so mad at her for that reaction, I thought was really a miss for Jacqueline because I felt like she was embarrassing Ashley. Ashley did say many times, stop saying that. Like we see it. She kept pushing and pushing. And then she got a big reaction. And then she's punishing Ashley for that reaction. That's mm-hmm. sort of how I'm seeing it. It's because I think I'm not a parent. What are your thoughts? Um, yeah, that's what she was doing. I, you know, my, I used to go through stuff like that with my mother. I mean, she didn't do it all the time, but there were definitely patterns that she had of, you know, she would push because she wanted to see the reaction. Um, and then maybe the reaction would be a little too much for Genevieve to handle. And then she'd be like punishing me because I acted out too much. (laughs) I didn't quite give her the reaction she wanted. So, you know, uh, yeah. So there was like, you know, sort of like a cat and mouse thing. Yeah. I feel like that's a really, that relationship has got to be tough. And I think the good news for you is that there was enough of an age difference between you and your mom. Yeah. That there was like a level of respect there. I yeah. think that fundamentally, Ashley thinks like her mom is like her big sister. And she said that before, hasn't she? Like in yeah. the very beginning, she sort of intimated something like that. So, yeah. So I think it's probably hard to draw a line there. Yeah. it's. But I just, I do feel like Jacqueline fucked this up. I really do. I feel like she... She didn't set Ashley up. And maybe back then you would not have thought to do something like get someone to coach her on posing. But I think today I would think to myself, if my kid had never done anything like that before, I might want to get in touch with like the Kim Gravel or whoever, somebody who maybe did like, I don't know, you know, like elocution or whatever, something that where you could learn is like Kim how to Gravel, the queen of queens queen of oh kim of queens i fucking kim queens i love michelle her. i love the southern one her. right the blonde yes she is my eyes whole, she's my whole world on qvc she's so great she just is like wait I did feel you like see she, her reality show right you've seen yes when but she it was, was only two, a yeah. couple seasons yeah that and then she so became good. then she and her sisters they're all on qvc she her sister her mom Oh, they're all it, so beautiful. Oh my God. And the mother, I was about to say the mother is so beautiful. Yeah. They're all like so lovely. Yeah. But like, you know, maybe you might want to hire Kim Gravel to fucking tell you, maybe you put your hips this way and maybe you look here and you know, this is your not, not your good side. 
So maybe you tilt your head this way or whatever. I don't know. Today it would be an influencer, probably. It'd be some influencer, some Jeffree Star, Jeffree Star. Um, but I'm glad you agree with me about um, Ashley. I did. I kind of felt bad for on this one. But we head back to the hotel, which is honestly, I hate to say it, when I want to hang out at the hotel with Teresa and Caroline and Dina, you know it's going to be a bad day. They're getting ready to head to the pool. And Teresa is holding them up because she is having a fashion show. And so yeah. I finally get my moment, but it's not what I'm hope I'm hoping for. She just dumps out a bag with bathing suits onto yeah. an ottoman. And she's like really nervous about it because they're pressuring her to get the fuck out because they want to get their tan on. Right. And so. Dina is, yeah. And Dina is cracking me up. She's like, meet Teresa for a day. I want to be carefree. And I want to go, you don't want to be that kind of carefree, honey. That carefree is going to get her in the fucking clink. Yeah. Clink, clink. And that's <laughs> that's gonna get her the fucking clink in a couple of years um and so it cracks me up because you know her only concern is accessories mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. caroline says that uh you know she's a living barbie doll and i was like oh she's fucking tax evasion barbie <laughs> they head down to the pool. Teresa is actually wearing um a beach umbrella as a hat. It's enormous. Yeah, that 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 hat. How'd she get through the door? I don't know. I don't understand. And I don't understand if she's really wearing a hat that's that big. How'd she get that tan that dark? Um they head down to the pool, the which booth. looks like they go to the booth. Oh, she thinks she got does the booth? She does. Yeah, the they all did the booth. Yeah. She didn't look too great orange, but maybe she does. Um they head down to the pool and order drinks. And Teresa's cell phone rings. And who is it, Michelle? Oh, it's Steve. And he um, he's announcing that he is bringing another girl down to uh, her beach house, down to Teresa's beach house. Another girl who is not Danielle? Who's not Danielle. And then Teresa says, oh, well, uh, what about Danielle? Are you still seeing Danielle? And he says, yeah, I'm hanging out with her <laughs> for something like that. That's about the size of it. I love the idea. And, you know, it all felt very, again, high school. Because did you see Teresa, like, kind of like, oh, did you also notice the the call begins and then it ends on speakerphone? Yes. I think, like, I think we said it before, but I think this is, like, the era where they are going to all have to have their conversations, like, publicly. Yeah. On the show. Yeah. Um, Do you think something happened that made them have to, had to like create it that way did was there some bullshit somebody lied i don't know i don't think it would be that somebody lied i think it would be that they missed something like it's like something juicy something good you know what i mean yeah yeah um because i can see it much more of a thing being like oh if we were only on the phone or if we'd only recorded that or if we only had them mic'd you know how there are a lot of those moments where they say oh but everyone went to sleep and the crew went home yeah yeah um yeah, it's interesting. He's like, yeah, I'm still hanging with her. I don't know. So he lied to Danielle, told her that he was going down the shore with his friend, Tony. Um, and so Teresa says she's over getting dragged into Danielle drama. I really don't know how much drama she's actually being dragged into, but I think she's now just piling on with everyone else. Um, and then inexplicably, out of nowhere, Dina shows up wearing one of my dad's shirts from the 70s. Did you see that? Yeah, I did. She took my daddy's <laughs> shirt. That's my fucking father's shirt, and I want it back. That's my daddy's green shirt. I have pictures of him in it. That's not okay. I want that shirt back, honey. 
she says that wherever they go, she has to come into their lives. Like they can't avoid her. I honestly feel like they're like over-dramatizing it a little bit, unless there are scenes that we're not seeing. But I almost also feel like the only person who has the real complaint should be Teresa, because not only did she have to hear weird shit from Danielle, she probably has to hear shit from Juicy Joe, who hears it from Steve. Yeah, probably. Probably. Also, also, there's the fact that Teresa really likes all the attention on her, which she's proven- Yes. So, you know, this is, this is the beginning. Yeah. And honestly, it's, it's weird to me that like this, um, I'll put it this way. I think that if the guy that Danielle was dating was not connected with Teresa, I was thinking about this. If that happens, let's pretend this is a sliding doors. If you ever, have you ever seen that movie sliding doors? Yep. So this is our sliding doors moment. So let's say that the guy that Danielle starts dating on the show is not Juicy Joe's friend. He's just some random guy. Yeah. Without the involvement, without the connection, without something to bitch about, does Teresa become a regular on the show? Does she become a regular on the show? Yeah, like, is this her last season? Is she so boring? Is there nothing... Like, because oh. oh, think of yeah. it this way: she only has two story, three. She has three storylines: Bubby's daughters, Danielle. Yeah. Are Bubby's yeah. and daughters interesting enough? No, I mean she's really not very interesting. She's really, I mean, I really wonder, Michelle. I wonder if she did not have this big fight with Danielle. If she didn't have this beef. Yeah, Because I think a big part of this is that she knows a lot of these details. So like uh, Dina doesn't know the details like about the blowjobs and about the blah, 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 blah. Dina doesn't fucking know that. Teresa does because she hears it from her husband or from Steve directly. Yeah. What if she doesn't? What if she's not part of it at all? What if she has nothing to, what if there's no dying of the light to rage against? <laughs> then, then I think Danielle stays. <laughs> right does danielle become the Teresa judice yeah i wonder maybe yeah i mean i don't know like am i higher or was, does that does that make sense like i keep thinking to myself i feel like that's the connection that's the only connection that Teresa can really complain about because of course caroline and dina can be like listen she's you know she's messing around with my sister-in-law that's my family Teresa has no connection to Danielle other than that. I mean, they were friends, but she has nothing to bitch about. Yeah. So she has like no skin in the game, really. No. Yeah. So, yeah. So something to think about. So just want to drop that photo, little, you know, going to incept I'm, that. I'm sure it it's irritating as all get out, like for her to have to listen to the details about Danielle and Steve from her husband. That's what I'm saying. Like, I would not want to do that. Like, think of it this way. If I were dating Brian's best friend, you would get very sick of hearing about me very quickly. Well, Either and, hearing about me or not. And and I would get sick of hearing Joe's fucking mouth. He's very crass. I know she's been married to him for a while, but I, I he's really, he's just, he's kind of crass and gross. And, you know, maybe she enjoys that. But the the thought of me having to like, listen to him talk about his friend getting a blowjob from my kind of friend would just, <laughs> I don't know. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like I, either Teresa is hearing it. It sounds like she has a relationship with Steve on her own enough 
that he would yes. call her directly to ask about the shore house. Yeah. So I'm curious about that really. So I wonder if, you know, they're friends enough or that if he's a friend of the family to that level. Yeah. Where he might say it to her directly. Yeah. So something to think about. Um, how about this evening in Atlantic City, Michelle? Uh, they go now we have an additional person. Now we're having tryouts all night. Did you see this? Yeah, yes, I did see it. This is yep. the cheerleading tryouts. We've got Teresa. We've got Caroline. We've got Dina. We've got Pam. And now we have a nothing burger with a side of coleslaw, Bianca. And she goes, uh, they all go to a Japanese restaurant called Izakaya, is it? Kaya, I think. Yeah. Um, they order drinks. Um, and it's a really like nothing scene, but it really just ends with Dina telling us basically that she doesn't want to work anymore. Uh, yeah, pretty much. I, I have this, uh, you know, H2O dinner out snooze fest. Poor yeah. Dina wants to quit work. Okay. And you know, what's yeah. funny. She says that and I keep forgetting she has a husband because she's she never interesting. around. Yeah. And she doesn't, and she doesn't miss, she doesn't. She doesn't mention what he thinks about it ever. No. She talks about, which is cool, I think, but yeah, it feels like she is hedging and maybe she's hedging because of him. Mm-hmm. So now we come to uh, where the fun begins in the episode. So we waited a long time for it to get uh, cringy and fun. And now the time has come to raise the roof and have some fun. Mm-hmm. So we are now with Danielle at the Oakland Diner. We're going to have to go there the next time we do a road trip, Michelle. Yeah, I was thinking that. I will say, you know, Jersey diners are the best diners. What were your thoughts about Silver Diner? Oh, my God, I loved it. Well, I love a diner. I love a diner. I think they're they're so fun. And I I seem to remember, like, in the Boston area, like, we just had a lot more of those options when I was younger. Oh, back in the day. You know, or maybe our options were something more like Brigham's or Friendly's, but you know something that felt dinery yeah yeah or well, you didn't know the jerry jingle though that was like right near my no. house yeah because they called that the jerry jingle highway so that was like um yeah and it had like jukeboxes and um and it was just it was really cool i used to love it there so um yeah. yeah so I remember we had lots of those like when like when we were younger and then at some point uh, it became uh like a hundred dollar deal to go out <laughs> yeah well that's the thing it's like you know we don't we don't have a lot of diners here in Salem we ha- used to have a couple there's now really only one there used to be one right down the street near Salem State University but um no longer New Jersey, actually, and that was part of what, um, and Michelle and I are talking about this great diner that I'm obsessed with that every time I take a road trip down the Eastern seaboard, I make sure I stop in, which is in, uh, not sponsored by the way, uh, but would love to be, uh, in Cherry Hill, uh, New Jersey. It's called the Silver Diner. It's excellent. It's high-end dining in this amazingly cute uh, diner uh, atmosphere. So love it. But New Jersey is known for its diners. That's the thing. I think- they have more diners like per capita or whatever uh, than anywhere in the United States. I want to say that I saw some like diners, drive-ins and dives thing with Guy Fieri. Oh they yeah. told me Guy. that information. You know, do you love yeah. Guy? Uh, I do love Guy. I actually think he's really cool. I'm a Guy fan myself, but yeah. So yeah. we're going to have to try the Oakland diner. So we're going to have to write that down and keep it. She meets Steve and when he gets out and he's walking into the diner, 
of course I clocked the Ed Hardy shirt, yep. but it wasn't until he sat down that I got the full measure of the man. Mm-hmm. What the fuck with the hat? What the, what's on the hat? It's like, at first fucking... I thought it was a snowman. I don't know what, I don't know what it was. It was it's bedazzled. a bedazzled skull. It's a bedazzled yeah. Ed Hardy. It's an Ed Hardy. He's oh wearing God. an Ed Hardy shirt. And in addition to an Ed Hardy hat with a oh. skull, not just a skull though, Michelle, a full, yeah, full on glittered skull. I've never seen a straight man wear such a thing in my life. So he comes in and it's really weird. Like she can't look at him for a second. It's like a very dramatic pause. Uh-huh. Do you yeah. see this? Um, and so she starts off by saying, do you, do you have this, you have this stuff written down, right? Or no, this section, or do you want, cause I, I can act it out for her. So she literally is like, oh no, no, you act it out. Yeah. She goes, you know, you know, I adore you. And he goes, yeah, yeah, I know that. And she goes, you're 20 years younger than me. Your mother is probably my age. And then she says, I didn't expect to develop feelings for you. Now, honest to God, Michelle, I don't fucking speak Spanish, but I would rather watch a telenovela 24 hours a day than watch this shit. It is like listening to her talk. It's like painful. It's like being, yeah, yeah it's, she's. But to look at his, look at Steve's face oh. the, and, and the, the fucking cringing that he does and just the, and you know, and the look on his face is, is shut the fuck up and say it and let me go. Right. And, he and also, just... I think I have to take a poop. Yeah. <laughs> in addition, I have to poop. He looks like his coffee has finally kicked in and he needs to move this one along. Yeah. 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 He might be prairie dogging it. So literally, she says, I'm looking for the person that I will spend the rest of my life with. And it's not going to be you. And when she says that, he it's almost like he can barely keep himself from laughing. It's the craziest yeah, I, stuff. Yeah. I've watched it a couple of times and I can't tell if he's just like trying to be like, yeah, you're crazy. Or if he's like actively laughing, it's really hard to figure out. And he says, I want you to be with that person, obviously. And so then there's a, uh, a, a Teresa head again, it's that throwback and where she says that she's no longer speaking to Danielle, but she hears that Steve is with her for sex. Then you go right back to the diner. Danielle says, this isn't easy to say. Like, it's like she's breaking up with someone she's been with for a long time. Forgive me, but I just don't understand like the level of seriousness around this. And then Steve says, don't get all sad. Yeah. <laughs> so Danielle, don't get all sad. Uh, and then Danielle with her, like her face scrunches. And that's when I sent you, did you see what I sent you? The, the yes. text? Yep. And I, so that's what she says. Of course, anybody who's Gen X is going to be thinking of the scandal song because she says, it's not easy to say goodbye to you. <laughs> and in my head, I was like, goodbye to you. And I just, it was, I couldn't. Um, and so she says, and she says this thing, these things like, I, I mean, I don't even mean to be, I really do not mean to be offensive, but like, her reading of these is as if it's the fucking color purple. Like she's per- putting a level of emotion. She's like, you were really good to me. Yeah. You were nice and respectful. I want to be like, oh my God, like he didn't come in your face and then like steal your money out of your wallet and sneak out the window. What? What? What are you talking about? 
And he goes, I don't want to see you upset, obviously. Goodness, that's why, her, that's why her skin looks so good. Right? Um. <laughs> and then when she says, Danielle, this is a, like a little talking head. She says, when everything went down with the book, Steve was there for her with his dick. With this. <laughs> so so let's get a parenthesis around it with his with dick. His, his yeah, with brackets, his dick in yeah. brackets. Um, so Michelle, I have a, I have a, I have a hot take. Keep your dick in the brackets where it fucking belongs. <laughs> Um, I have a hot take for you, Michelle, and I, I don't know if I'm getting too, you know, I'm, I'm getting too introspective. Maybe I'm, I'm, I'm getting, looking too much into this, but do women like Danielle, do they serve a purpose in that they occupy the men that the rest of us or women or whoever, that the rest of us wouldn't want to fuck anyway? Oh, um. Yeah, or at least she seems to have a habit of of finding those men, right? Um, yeah, and like I don't want to have to fend that guy off. You don't want to have to fend that guy off because there's absolutely no chance. Yeah. So does someone like Danielle, who is promiscuous and kind of is just down, does she serve a purpose? I mean, does she have like a is she like a bacteria, but a good one? Um <laughs> Yeah, she like, I mean, is she like a probiotic or something? Like, does she help us in some way by occupying the men who would otherwise be a pain in the ass to women who would have no interest in them? I, well, she cleans up all the sloppy things that we wouldn't want to. Pick yeah, up. she does. She cleans up all the sloppy things. Yeah, she. Uh, yeah. And she seems to think that like she's really like, you know, she she felt like she was in a really winning situation when she was, you know, in the beginning of the series when she's dating him. And now she feels like it's so funny because he's already broken up with her, but she's going to go and like seal the deal and like control it. Like it's, it's just a fulfillment. That's what she has to do. I think, I think what we're seeing is they've already broken up. I think they've already broken up and I think he did it. And I think that she asked him if she, they could film it. You think so? Because of the way he's acting, he's not surprised. Does he seem surprised to you at all that she is saying? Well, that no, I think I think he knows what she's about, and I think he knows that he's been, um, that he's kind of just drifted off and ended it, and it's gotten through, and so he's just going to let her have the final say, and he's just laughing all the way to the bank kind of deal. Oh, interesting. Bank. Yeah, yeah. That's interesting. I always read it differently. I always read it like they had already broken up privately when the cameras were not rolling and that he broke up with her because obviously hashtag Danielle. Yeah. And I always just assumed that he, that, that she was like, I need to film it. The producers say we need to film it. Can you meet me at the diner? <laughs> Which one, you know, next time pick a better diner. I, so, I okay, love, so, I love the juxtaposition between like the really fancy, like water club. And then you get like that kind of crappy diner. Hey, don't talk about my between diners the like two that. scenes. Yeah. Don't you, don't you be talking about my diners like that. I fucking love them. But no, I agree. Although I have to say, if I had to choose, 
I would rather hang out at that diner than hang out with uh, Teresa and Caroline. Yep. And yeah. By, by in the, and on the asphalt at the, at the hotel. <laughs> um, so then we go uh, to Dina's House of Horrors. Uh, Waldo is home from Cyprus. Yep. Yep. And uh, another snoozeworthy couple of scenes. A uh, couple of things to note. Um, so she's making breakfast. Lexi shows purchases. She shows her a shoehorn t-shirt, a ladybug costume uh, for Grandma Wrinkles. Like, can I ask a question here? Is Cyprus just like a big five below store where you just buy cheap shit? Like, I'm confused. Is, <laughs> is like Cyprus like five below? Because that's what it looks like she bought her shit at, five below. So they eat the, the eggs. Next time, I, I want you to go back and just look really quick at the eggs. And I'm not trying to like food shame. It was a plate full of eggs. Do you know how many eggs she must have fucking scrambled? She must have scrambled like six or seven eggs for the for the two of them, because it's covered the entire plate. I've never seen anything like it. Did you see? And, um, did you see like uh, Dina's her mosaic cross? See the no, cross that she had about, on. No, what was it? I'm sorry, not that mo- that massive. Her massive cross. It was it was like the cross that they hung Christ on. It was fucking huge. You have to go back and see it. Yeah, it was unbelievable. Oh, oh, is it the one that's glittered? Is it the one like that's like rhinestone? I, um, I don't. I feel like everything looks like Ramona's True Faith jewelry. Did you ever see? Yes. That? Yeah. <laughs> it all reminds me of that. It's like, but it's two. They're not. You know, they're not at the same time. So yeah. I don't think that there's any way to do it. But that's yeah. I'll have to check it out because it's. I tried to give a, a fuck about what they were saying, but the decor is the only thing I can think about while they're talking. Yeah, I was stuck so, on the cross, and that sort of pulled me through the scene. Yeah, big, big bird on a pillow at the kitchen table. Huge bird, oh. huge bird on a pillow. Um, a cherub with fake flowers and a silver ball ornament behind them. And then I have to ask you, Michelle, did you notice the chandelier? Yeah. Did you see what was hanging from it? Um, because I always think of the, I, I always think of you. Glittery these particular balls. flowers. No, these particular flowers remind me of you very specifically. Oh yeah, why? Because I didn't even know what they were until you took them to the prom. Oh fucking calla lilies? Yeah. Oh, that's right. They were like these weird upside down, Michelle. Yeah. Calla lilies hanging. I don't even understand what that is. I don't know. And, and and it looks like they are in addition to the actual chandelier. There was a lot going on. Thank God, because the conversation between the two of them was so forgettable, right? She's like, I was in a water park, I'm Waldo. And then literally D- Dina is just like, you know, I, I, I'm going to be around a lot more, blah, 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 blah. Here's a cloche with a painted rooster. Have a great day. A cloche with a painted rooster. Yeah, the, um, yeah, the, the decor. Yeah, I mean, and thankfully these scenes with with Dina, they we're making them longer than they are by talking about the decor. But and they're they're more interesting when we talk about the decor because what's being said is so forgettable. It's yeah. really not. These are just they're not even expositional scenes. They're just all moving us forward towards scenes with Danielle. Um yeah. this next scene though, I think was actually cute. So this is Teresa and Familia. They go to I thought this Bo- was really cute too. I really liked it. They go to Baloco and they're all wearing black and white. Did yep. you see this fucking monstrosity zebra print? Yep, I did. But so you know, Juicy kids. Joe likes it. He likes it. He likes he, it. He's. I thought it was really cute. They she were said, adorable. And I love that she said she cooks Monday through Thursday and they go out on Friday. And that does resonate with me, you know, so it's nice. You guys, they, Did you guys do that when the kids were younger? Or do you do it now? 
um yeah there's there's like certain nights that um that I cook and then like maybe there's like one night out and maybe there's another night of um like takeout and then there might be like a get your oni which is oh I love get your oni <laughs> yeah so that's my is... every night is a get your oni by get the way your oni. Yes. <laughs> So, night, but night. I thought it was really cute. I, you know, the the girls were like ape shit, and and he was just he was rolling with it. They were like daddy's girls. He was fine with it. You know, it's so cute. I mean, honestly, I just loved watching them. it. I love it when they first got there and they start asking for crayons. And did you hear Gia? She said <laughs> just like this. She said the broken one is not mine. Like that. <laughs> I, and then two seconds later, it flashes to Gabriella, who is fucking screaming. And Joe's like, your veins are sticking out on your fucking neck. You know what I mean? Yeah. And she's like, just screaming. And then baby Hulk pops, like, just completely pops off. And Gia has to give her her toy to, to shut her up. Yeah. And, and Joe's like, party's over. <laughs> and it was actually really cute. You can tell that, like, this happens a lot. So he's yeah. very used to it. He's super laid back. Teresa says that, but you know, yeah. he's really good with the girls. Honestly, I normally would love to make fun of Juicy Joe. I thought he was so cute with them. I could hardly stand it. Thoughts? I thought he, I thought he was awesome with them. I, yeah. Great girl dad, right? Yes. Um, Until you go to jail. Right. 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 <laughs> That's what happens when you pay cash for shit. Um, talk turns to Bubbies, right? And so Teresa says that while she was in Atlantic City, she made a decision that she was going to get them. Um, and the conversation I think next is basically multiple versions of Joe saying, I'm cool with it either way. Yeah. Because he'll he keeps saying, like, I married you without them. You know, what do I care if you get them? Yeah, do what you gotta do. Yeah, happy wife, happy life. Yeah. Um, we've been married nine years without them. She says she wants little ones. Um, and then Dina says that she would like to get rid of them, but her husband likes boobs. I gotta be honest, like the way that Dina talks about her husband makes me feel like she's like boxing Helena. <laughs> like that he's like obsessed with her and she's like someplace and he just is staring at her face. Yeah. Yeah. And her boobs, you know, she's just like a Barbie. Um, I would be like, I feel like if she were my friend and she said to me, Oh, my husband likes boobs. I'd be like, tell him you like Matthew McConaughey. Who gives a fuck? Mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean? Like, who who cares? Like, isn't it weird? Or is it me that like, am I being overly sensitive about this? No, she's weird. I I think like the the boob conversation in this whole fucking episode is just really ridiculous. I I think it's stupid. I don't know. And I I mean, I was happy to get rid of mine. I was, I was, I was, I could not wait. I had mine. I had my breast reduction. I had it in 2001. That was the greatest thing that literally ever happened to me. So I cannot imagine being Dina and having what looks like solid double D's, maybe even like F's. They're big. I, I had fucking F's or G's or whatever the fuck they are. I mean, and you know, I should, there's no way she can like them. They're too fucking big. They're ridiculous. And, you know, yes. And so we're, and we're you're so I'm uncomfortable gonna... in clothing, you know? Yeah. Nothing fits like nothing really fits. So, you know, maybe you look really good naked, um, you know, because, <laughs> because, but, but only, but you. only standing up. And if you lay back, then one goes left one and one goes right. If they're real, at least yeah. if they're fake, they can stand up, I guess. But yeah. Yeah. But, it's, it's weird. Yeah. But anyway, yeah. So no, um, yeah, no, I'm, um, 
I don't know. I think secretly she wants them gone. But then we find out that she's had. She's had like two implants. Oh, yeah. Now we're skidding into the part of the show that I like to call Bubby Alley. Yep. Uh, Bubby because Alley. this is it's all good. It's all it's tits from now on, guys. Yeah. So if anybody is triggered by tits and not into tits, we love you. We'll see you in the next episode because um, especially our friends uh, in what is it? Vermont, North Dakota and Wyoming. Uh, who probably don't like to hear about tits, but Teresa, Jacqueline, Dina, and Caroline, the next scene all go to the plastic surgeon together. I, I, so funny. En masse. That Four people so together funny. in a row. This this poor doctor. And then they start, then then Jacqueline takes like the fucking, um, then, then she takes the samples and like sticks them down her shirt. And the look on the doctor's face is just like, what? <laughs> I could not, I could not believe it. Because I think that Jacqueline is desperately trying to get back into everyone's good graces because the beginning of the scene, she actually says, you know, she doesn't want any tension with the girls. She says she cares about them and she wants them in her life. She just doesn't want to talk about Danielle. And it made me think, I wonder if this is the first time that they have all been together since all this stuff broke and since the trip. Yeah, I wondered. Yeah. And so then Teresa says that there has been drama, but nobody cares. And then they all start, they're all sitting in the waiting room and they all start talking in turn about each other's bubbies. One's like, who has silicone? Who's are made of cooked oatmeal? Who's are made of fucking cement? It's just like, I was watching it going, Am I, is this the thing that I'm really watching these fucking idiots? I feel like I want to clock all their heads together and be like, okay, why are nine of you here for this appointment? It's not that deep. It's, you know what I mean? She's not getting them done. She's talking to the doctor. And then out of nowhere, the person who's been trying to talk her into tits this whole time, Dina, Dina, thank you. Out of nowhere is like, maybe she starts pulling back. Maybe you should rethink of getting them. You know, they're kind of in the way, just what we were saying. They're in the way, you know, what's a pain in the ass with clothes, blah, blah, blah. And after all, she's telling her in the doctor's office waiting room. Yep. Um, and Teresa says she wants them small. I honestly feel like the way that she does this, the way there's a fine line. She, T, Dina actually says this between tasteful um, and tacky when it comes Which I to think, and I, and I think she's on the tacky side. I was just going to say that. And I was going to say, and I, this is again, hot take. And I don't know, maybe, I don't know, maybe this is a racist thing to say. I almost feel like this whole thing with the tits, with them having to be bigger or smaller or up or down is like it's like almost like foot binding it's like it's like oh the, yeah yeah good do you know I mean it's like trying <laughs> yeah. to create this body yep that you don't you normally would not have um and so then Teresa you know the tells the doc that she's a 34a and honest to god Michelle I could cry that would be my dream I would love to be a 34a <laughs> I would love that so much so they're showing the implants and that's when Jacqueline plays with them um, mm-hmm. And I think that's why she does it. I think Jacqueline plays with them because she is trying to kind of like lighten things up and be fun. Um, the only part that I thought was kind of stupid, you know, beyond that was Teresa saying, you know, asking the doctor whether or not he could tell whose boobs were fake, who, whose boobs were real. I feel like you can tell that Catherine, uh, excuse me, Caroline's boobs are real because she doesn't tend to like sort of offer them up on a platter and show them off. Mm hmm. The way that someone usually who, you know, has lab created tits would. <laughs> in my opinion, in my opinion. 
Um, so Caroline says God gave them to her. And I was like, okay. Teresa also says the dog is cute. She doesn't want any ugly guys touching her body. I, her fucking dirty I, pillows. Her fucking, Jesus. I don't <laughs> fucking know. Dirty pillows. I don't know. That She's whole excited thing though. Just... She has the booty. She now she needs the now she needs the bubbies to finish the package. That's what she says. Just just I don't know. I just I was just rolling my eyes from from fucking you know, know. The, the argument the argument Caroline's having. My boobs are natural. She spent up to twenty thousand dollars on hers. Um, oh, it's a whole sitch. It's a whole. I sitch. mean, it's you know, it's just I was just like you know, yeah, you know. Oh, and it's it gonna get me- worse. It's if gonna it it's shown gonna, me like some side boob. I would have been really happy. But I'm just gonna say talk about just you know. If anybody wants to get on Michelle's good side, FYI, she loves a good side boob. I fucking love a good. She's side never boob. gonna say no to a good side boob. So just everybody just and you know and my there. and my teenage boys love it too. So yeah. unless it's thing. mine, but you know, yeah. yeah. <laughs> In which case, gross. Nobody <laughs> wants to see their mom's side boob. Um. So then we we head towards Frankencastle with Danielle. And this is, as soon as she calls for the girls, I remembered the scene from when I first saw it. And I was like, fuck, I hate the scene. Because she calls them in and she basically tells them that she and Steve aren't dating anymore, but that Steve still wants to be in the girls' lives, which I honestly don't believe. That, I think she, she must just say that to make them feel bad because she goes through them, right? Well, I feel really bad because then the girls are like, is he like this one, J or R or Z yeah. or F? Or yeah, Q yeah, yeah. or one. I was like, fuck, how many guys is she bringing home? And basically the girls are saying, and I feel bad because Christine actually says she doesn't believe that Steve is going to be coming back because guys bullshit you. And Danielle asks why. And Christine says, because they just want the goodies from you. They just want the goodies. Yeah. And she and says, then, all guys like her mom. Yeah. All guys like her mom. And it's disturbing. Yeah. Since fifth grade. <laughs> That's right. And then, then Danielle <laughs> says, don't judge me. She says, don't judge me. And Christine says, I don't want to fight with you. Yeah. Danielle says it was hard to break up with them. She, Danielle says she feels alone. And a lot has changed since the book came out. She needs her best friend more than ever, but something is different. And she says that Danielle says, you know, Jacqueline is you know taking me out for my birthday. Maybe it'll come back around full circle. Um, and then the next scene is Joe and Teresa on the way to the doctor's. Oh, yeah so funny can we can we talk about the fact that like Teresa this is the first time I think this is like the first time of probably thousands that Teresa will have an error with words like this where she is trying to talk to Joe about how much more fun it'll be to have lingerie uh-huh. because of being able to have you know and she calls it pre-play pre-play yeah he's like I'm not he's like I don't, I don't know what that is and then she <laughs> and then she goes <laughs> play ow you know it's just it's a very like lucy and ethel moment but like those are that is like the first one Mm -hmm. she will do those i mean it's just a facet of her 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 personality she has a very loose grasp of the english language at best at best at best um and so they go into the office and so they talk about size and did you hear what juicy joe says he goes don't they shrink I mean, and all I could think of was, did you think like when she takes a shower and dries off, they're going to like, like laundry, they're going to fucking shine. I mean, I or did, he, did he mean like the swelling's going to go hang down? Hang her up. Hang her up when she get her out, when you get her out of the shower. Just I lay her, her on the to, rack. Yeah, Lay her flat to dry. Lay her flat to dry. 
I mean, he, no, he shrieked. The doctor's like, um, hmm. uh, <laughs> I love how and he then, went from not caring to caring a lot. And then he's like, so, you know, you get a B and then you really wanted a C. And then if you get a, you get a C, you really wanted a D. And so you may as well just go for the C. You got to might as well go for the F. Get the fucking F. You need yeah. to F. get two Fs. You know, it's honestly like they, they bring her to the OR, the poor thing. She wakes up in pain, reminded me of my reduction. Um, I think I broke the hand of the poor nurse whose hand I was holding. Joe comes in with roses, which is pretty cute. She's yeah. obliterated. Yeah. Um, Joe makes a joke about using frozen fish as a compress. Teresa, that. <laughs> Teresa wants him to be her nurse, but wearing a thong. Honestly, that's a scene a I would have thought outfit. was cute. Can put I tell outfit. you? I would, that's a scene I want to see. That's That's the missing scene, Michelle, that I would like to see. I want to see the scene where he is bringing up um, like breakfast in bed and he's just wearing an apron and like nothing on underneath and his bum is out. That's, it's that's like what I want. Hairy. Yeah, he's got like all this hair. Yeah. Yes. Yes. I want all of that. I he want needs it. like the little, remember the old nurse hats? Oh my God. Stop it. Stop it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I'm into this that. now. I'm yeah. into it. She would like it too, because she's obliterated. So she would have had a good time. Yeah. And then now like, this... then next she's going to get on the pole. Oh my God. She would do, that's what I'm telling you. Like, she's not, she's the type that like would get up from a complete, you know, having just had surgery fucked up on, you know, PK Teresa, get up and jump on the pole and break every bone in her body. She's just that Mm -hmm. person. Um, But I'm glad that we don't have to, to hang out and like counter stitches because I'm, I don't want to be there for the stitch removal. I still have nightmares about that. Um, But we are going to go, speaking of nightmares, we're going to go to a lunch with Jacqueline and Danielle, which to well, you me, had to get you had to get stitches removed. Oh yeah, so I had stitches reduction. around my nipple, and those had to get removed after surgery. They did not. They did not dissolve. The stitches underneath in the anchor position, those uh-huh. did, but the ones around my nipple did not. Oh, and so I had to get those taken out like three or four days after surgery, and that oh. really hurt. I saw Jesus on that one. You did. Oh yeah. Yeah. I, I didn't have to have stitches. The they did get infected though. Oh, yeah. See, and then again, I had my 20 years before yours, I think. My, yeah. Because I'm, I was 2001. Hopefully they have better methods now because I was in surgery for like fucking five hours. But best thing ever in case anyone's thinking about it. Yeah, I remember um, like, uh, do you remember like the hospital staff like telling you like, congratulations, this is so awesome you're doing it. I mean, I got yeah, a lot of support, yeah. I remember. Yeah. Oh yeah. I remember waking up and instantly feeling better because I could feel the weight off of my chest. Yeah. Even though I was in pain, I remember feeling the weight off and I was so happy. Um, it's funny. I even noticed actually in the scene that we're going to talk about now, um, Danielle, cause she's wearing like a sort of a tank top dress. This is a scene where she's going to lunch with Jacqueline for her birthday. Mm-hmm. So she's wearing like that blue halter dress Yep. and you can see her her boobs or like the some of her boob and so you can see that her implants are like really they're far apart right there's like I don't know yeah I was gonna say I don't know what the word is but like they're obvious and not in a good way because she's so skinny and yeah it's like they they look like Tori Spelling's boobs which I don't even know if that's even being graphic but like just yeah just like they look not botched but botched ish yeah um so yeah like i said jacqueline and danielle put up pull up to this restaurant i think it's off of route one because it looks like route one that area that's right on it has very like um next to it could be a car wash vibes 
uh, in Jacqueline's convertible. And Jacqueline says it's been a while since she's seen Danielle and she's taking her out for her birthday. And she says she isn't making a choice between family and a friend. She's just choosing to do what's right. Like, this is not a fucking courtroom drama, ma'am. What is this really? Is she Alicus Finch? Like, I don't understand what she's doing here with Boo Radley. What the fuck? She's really fucking the pig's Mickey with this whole thing. I mean, she's making such a big deal out of it. I don't, I don't get it. I don't get it. Yeah. I mean, that, you know, they haven't, you know, they've seen each other since, oh, actually, Danielle says it's the first time that they've seen each other since they've had that conversation about the book. Mm-hmm. Um, and Danielle says that, you know, to Jacqueline that she is happy that, you know, their friendship has sort of weathered that storm and survived the book. And she tells her that she has faith that they will move on and be the best of friends for all time. She says the weirdest shit, doesn't she? For all times, Michelle. I have faith. Maria, I have I faith that you and I. For all times. Every, yeah. I feel like she's a non-native English speaker half the time. I don't understand where she's getting this stuff. Whoever's writing her lines sucks. I'll put it that way. <laughs> Whoever her screenwriter is fucking sucks. Because she says something stupid like that. Like, you know, I want to be best of friends for all times. And then in the same sentence, just a run-on sentence, she says, but what she did to me really pissed me off. And by she, she's referring to Dina. Dina, yep. Yeah, and Danielle can't really... Uh, Danielle just she can't she can't leave that alone she just she can't and then she you know she gotta like she upsets the apple cart well that's the thing I mean I feel like Danielle keeps saying that she understands that Jacqueline has to have these boundaries but then she says she still fucking pisses me off anyway and it's yeah and doesn't she like immediately cross it then yes she does so so stop saying it I don't get it it's so weird to me. Like I, I, she says she understands that like Danielle doesn't have a lot of friends that she can talk to about this stuff. Like I actually, as much as I have, you know, trashed Jacqueline and the, and I stand behind that in the photography scene. Like, I feel like now she is being loyal to trying to be loyal to everybody. Right. She's saying, yeah. I get that. You don't have a lot of people to talk to about this. However, comma, I can't listen to that because this is my sister-in-law. These people are my family. Yeah. Yeah. And then Danielle's like, even though she did to me, it was horrific. And she's like, and I would never expect you to cross family. Of course, yeah. family comes first, but then she just crosses it. Like just well, like, did you did you see what happened when Danielle said the whole thing about horrific? Jacqueline said, I know. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh shit. And then Danielle, as that little talking head, is saying, I would prefer that she not speak about um Dina. In, in a bad light but it's an open wound and I need to talk about it like mm-hmm. you know Danielle is going to talk about it whether it's going to upset Jacqueline whether it's going to hurt her whether it's going to hurt her family she's like Danielle is going to process it no matter what and and I feel it's a very junior high relationship like I think as an adult I would not do that to somebody I would probably just you know avoid it keep keep my mouth shut or you know what I mean say your piece once and that's it you don't have to go back. And I think but, Jacqueline is great in the way that she keeps trying to set the boundary. Like she mm-hmm. keeps going back to it. Yeah. Because she yeah. has to. I think she recognizes like Danielle doesn't get it yet because she says it again. Jacqueline says, you have to respect that I can't be in the situation and be talking about my family. She says, I can't do it. And, and she couldn't be any more clear. 
I don't Do understand. Like, are we going to get that tattooed? And then Danielle says, I will respect your wishes on that for the next five minutes. And then Danielle says that it speaks volumes to her that Jacqueline would take her out for her birthday. Actually, again, I have my moment of feeling guilty, but then, you know, she fucks it all up anyway. She says there is a sisterhood. Do you hear this? Fucking nutbag. There's a sisterhood that can't be broken. And she hopes that Jacqueline proves her, Danielle, right. Yeah, that that's, I gotta tell you, Marie, that's a friend I would run for the fucking hills. And I feel like I've had friends like that in high school who try to manipulate, you just toss your notes. Yeah, like I don't fucking... <laughs> Yeah, she just do you have you ever had a friend like that when you were younger yeah. and they tried to just set you up and manipulate it and and exhausting. you know and you, it, it is exhausting and then you know and then probably you have to have like a big fight with them and it's the only way you can get them to go away right well that's oh yeah you have to have a huge blowout with them you have to you know flip a table as they say yeah um yeah I, and that's how it ends Honestly, I feel like every episode ends with like Danielle saying something that's for her sounds super optimistic, but we know, however, it's all going to end very, very badly. She's we like, know. and then I bought tickets on this new boat called the Titanic. I think it's going to be a really quick trip across the ocean. Like yeah. it's just like everything she touches turns to shit. Yeah. Um, really she has the opposite from the Midas touch. She's got the <laughs> staub stab. The staub stab. And she's just, she wrecks everything. She wrecks everything. So that's our episode. Are you ready to head into some categories? Yes, I am. Awesome. Awesome. So let's start. um, And honestly, I'm, I'm super patiently thrilled by, or actually I'm very thrilled by everyone's patience for being so cool about us as we start to gel these categories. So we finally have sort of settled on the ones that we love. So we're going to start with Cringe Mountain, Michelle. So that is the cringiest scene. And because we, we can't say the whole show, because then, or we can't say like three quarters of the show, which I know right. we really want to say. Yeah. So for you, what was the scene that was the, the scene that was right on top of Cringe Mountain? Uh, when Danielle's daughter says um, that, you know, uh, boys have always had a thing for my mother or something to that effect. Where are my notes oh, here? Christine. Yeah. And then she says, you know, they, they just, they're, they just want your goodies. So she's totally got her mother's number. And I just thought like, wow, like that's like, if I, if I had a daughter and I heard her say that about me, I would be devastated. I'd also oh, yeah. be a fucking total slut whore, but <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, if that was, if your daughter's talking like that about you, you would be pretty bad um all right but her cool. daughter's was... too young to be talking like that well her daughter's too, too young to know she's that. too keyed into danielle's relationship and that's like, not cool no no it isn't she's um, not letting her cringy. children be children and i really disapprove oh, of that yeah. well and, and she thinks she's doing something she thinks she's doing something good by bringing them along and i i'm with you i think i think that it's better for them to be left out um, but yeah, I agree with you. That is a very cringy scene. That is not my cringe, my uh, cringe mountain, but okay. mine is um, the, the really, I mean, I hate to say it, but the whole diner scene, uh, no. the, the entire, the entire breakup scene that takes place. And actually all of my, um, my nominees for uh, all of the categories today 
there'll be a theme that you'll notice. But yeah, the first one is the diner scene for sure. How about fashion disaster, Michelle? What was the grossest bit of fashion uh, that we saw in this episode? It, so there was so it, much. It's hard to keep up, I realize. I, I, I lost my shit with Caroline's fucking pom-pom, white pom-pom outfit. Like she would go to clown school now. I I couldn't handle it. I don't I don't know what the fuck. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I told you. Like it's it's I look at it now and I'm like, is that like Lane Bryant? Is that fashion bug? Like, what the fuck is that? Is that something that you just bought in like a straw market? I don't get it. Is it is it a table runner that you turned into something? It's not cute. Oh, I think it's that. Yeah. It's, it's not runner. cute. Those are those are good nominations, Michelle. I will tell you that that was my nomination until I watched the scene in the diner and I saw Steve walk in with the Ed Hardy shirt and the Ed Hardy hat. Yeah. So for me, um, it was what Steve wore in the diner. That was okay. for me the worst thing. Yeah. And then lastly, who won who won the episode for you? Oh, Teresa. Yeah? Yeah. She got her she got her boobs. Got her bubs. She got her bubs. Yep. Yeah. Yep. That's it. It's a good one. She did. She did win some good stuff. I I I feel though the person who won um even more than Teresa though is Steve. Uh because he dodged a big fucking bullet. And he was <laughs> he was released from his blowjob contract and he can and he will live to get his. a different blowjob. He will. Yeah. He's he's getting yeah. blowjobs by someone completely different right now. Yeah. yeah. So my all of my categories today took, you know, were, were about uh that breakup scene because that was for me, iconically cringy. Um, yeah, I, I feel really you could you could write like a thesis on that scene. Oh yeah, I'm I sure do. that there are like acting schools where they could break it down in terms of uh, everything that's happening there. There's a yeah. lot of like subtext going on in that yeah, scene, which sure. you know, which frankly, I, I I'd rather have the real drama, but that's what we're coming towards, and that's what we're going to be moving towards in the next episode of. Uh, New Jersey. We're actually going to be doing uh, the episode that is uh, called the finale, but is actually not the finale. Mm -hmm. There's still like four more episodes after that, but that is when the table flip happens. So super excited to break that fucker down with you, Michelle. Yes. It's going to be very cool. We, before we go, we'd love to thank all of our listeners. We have folks who are listening all over the world, as well as in every state with the exception of Vermont, mm-hmm. South Dakota, and Wyoming. Get yeah. on it, you fuckers. Get cringy. What's up? Yeah. Uh, what's your it. fucking problem with us? Um, but before we go, we want to remind you guys to uh, be kind, right, Michelle? Be kind because uh, anyone can be a cunt, right? Yes. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. It's very easy. Very easy. <laughs> Thank you so much, guys. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time. Thanks, Michelle. Thanks, Maria. Always fun. Absolutely. Bye.